not make today the day you begin to finish strong. Welcome to the Finishing Strong Podcast. Join Pastor Mike Hendon for an insightful discussion on how to begin from wherever you are to the goal of finishing strong in life, in relationships, and in faith. Welcome to the Finishing Strong Podcast. I'm Mike Hendon. And so happy you're here with me today on episode number one. We're looking forward to a long run of encouraging podcasts that will help you, no matter where you're at, to get up, get moving, and finish. You know, I'm 62 years old. I've been in uh, ministry. I've been in business. I have been in many stations in life. I've been through much training, instruction, seminars, conferences, college, all of that. I've been taught how to initiate, how to launch, how to develop. But one thing that is lacking in this whole sphere of leadership is how to finish. We, we know that the emphasis is on how to start new things, how to get things up and running. But there's a there's a seems to be a, a lack of instruction and inspiration and help to get to the finish line. And that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to help you finish strong, that if you're down, if you've quit to get you back up running again, doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are to, to get you ready to run this marathon. Yes, I said a marathon. Life isn't a 50-yard dash. It's not over in 10 seconds. It's a long race. It's a long run. And to get to the finish means you're going to have to press through a lot of opposition and a lot of times where you want to quit. But if you'll keep going and you keep pressing through, that you will finally arrive at your destination. Uh, Thomas Fuller, who was a 16th century scholar, a theologian, a pastor, he said this, he said, an invincible determination can accomplish almost anything. And in this lies the great distinction between great men and little men. What is the distinction between great men and little men? I think a lot of people think it's in the size of their dreams. You know, that great men have great dreams and little men have little dreams. I don't believe that. I believe both men can have and do have dreams, vision, big plans. But the difference is in the determination. The determination is the distinction. It's the person who continues on and fights through and doesn't give up. That's a great man. And so it's not the size of your dream. It's the size of your determination to finish that dream. It works that way in life. It works that way in family. It works that way in, in your uh, personal pursuit after spiritual things. It works this way in every facet of your life. You know, we know our lives have a beginning and an ending and the duration of that time uh, varies, but it's but at very best, uh, we understand that it's 
fleeting. It's fading. Uh, scripture talks about life being like a flower that appears for a while and then fades away. And so with a with a start and a finish in mind, we, we should really keep our eyes on the finish. And I know when I was young, I didn't think much about the finish. I thought more about what was going on in the moment. And it, and when you lose sight of the finish, what what is around you and the, the life that you're living in the moment can overtake your vision, your dreams, your plans, and can derail you and distract you from getting to where you're going. So those are the things that we want to address and talk about in this podcast. I'm going to encourage you and, 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 and just challenge you to get up and get running and get your eyes on the finish. And above all, don't quit. I want to tell you a story about a person who quit today, and her name is Florence Chadwick. Florence was a, a swimmer who was the first woman actually to swim the English Channel both ways. She was a, a Hall of Fame swimmer who whose specialty was swimming in rough uh, ocean waters and races that were out in, in open waters. And she decided that she wanted to be the first woman to swim uh, the Catalina Channel. The Catalina Channel is a 21-mile swim in shark-infested waters from Catalina Island to Palos Verde, California. And so she set out a goal and set a date to make this swim, to be the first woman. Television cameras arrived. The, when she woke up that morning, the weather was bad. There was a fog that had settled over the water. The rip currents and, and the tide was bad. Uh, sharks were sighted in the water. And so all of these conditions, as she waited out, were really against her. But she got the word that they expected as the day wore on that conditions would improve, the fog would lift, and she would be able to, to swim the, the, the feet. And so um, she decided to press on with it. She launched out in the fog with some support boats and she launched for her destination. She swam an hour, two hours, three hours. The fog didn't lift. Uh, the waters were still infested with sharks. Two of the support boats were firing random shots into the waters around her to scare the sharks off. Her mother and her trainer were in the support boat directly behind her, shouting her on, encouraging her on. And uh, five hours, six hours, seven hours, she swam. The fog didn't lift and the conditions didn't improve and the waters kept getting rougher. And, and in her mind, she began to weary, but she kept swimming 10 hours 12 hours. After 15 hours, she slowed in the water. She looked back at her mom in the boat and she said, I don't think I'm going to make it. And her mom and her trainer encouraged her and said, just keep going. You're getting close. Just keep going. Keep going. 15 hours and 55 minutes into the swim, she decided she stopped and she decided I, I've got to get out of this water. Bring me into the boat. And they brought her into the boat. Once she got situated in the boat and looked out, she realized she was less than one mile from the shoreline. And and she had just was so sad and so discouraged to be so close and not to make it. When she talked to a reporter afterwards, she made this statement. She said, look, I'm not excusing myself, but if I could have seen land, I know I could have made it.
The fog had made her unable to see. And, and when, when she lost sight of the goal, lost sight of the shoreline, it felt like she was going nowhere. It felt like there was nowhere to go because that's what happens when you can't see the destination. And she wearied and she gave up. And I think that story depicts what happens in a lot of our lives. I think as we get going in life and we get going in our endeavors in life and we set out to accomplish things and, and set out to achieve our dreams and our goals, that many times we lose sight of the, of the goal. We lose sight of the, of the arrival and the destination. And many times we feel like we're getting nowhere and we, we have a hard time seeing the coastline. And in those times of, of no vision we are are extremely wearied and 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 will be tempted just to throw in the towel and give up and you know the bible says in proverbs 29:18 that where there is no vision people perish so think about that where there's no vision of the destination where there's no vision and clear goal people perish people give up people fail in the Amplified version of that verse, it says, where there is no a vision, people cast off restraint. Restraint is what keeps you in the lines and keeps you moving in the right direction. It keeps a clear path for you to go. And when you lose your vision, you lose that. And, 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 the, and the, the vision is meant to constrain you and keep pushing you along, even in difficult times, even when the waters are infested with sharks and the waves are rough and the fog sets in. If you have a vision of your destination, you will be able to stay at it and press into it and lean into where you're going, even in the midst of tremendous discouragement. There's a Bible uh, verse in the book of Habakkuk, who was a minor prophet in the Old Testament. And in Habakkuk chapter two, verse two, he gives us tremendous insight into the purpose and power of a vision. It says here, write the vision and make it plain on tablets. See, your vision should be something that's plain. It's clearly delineated. It's written out and it's written in a permanent fashion. That's the idea of tablets. Too many people write their visions with a number two pencil. And when things get moving or things start moving against you, they erase the original vision and decide to adapt it or to change it and settle for something far less than they should have. But he says, write the vision, make it plain. Put it in a permanent fixture in your life where you can see it, where you can get it out. You can continue to look at it. You can continue to, to, to let it speak to you. That's because that's what happens. It says that he may run who reads it for the vision is yet for an appointed time. See, when you have the vision in a permanent place written down and you continually go to it, it's that he may run who reads it. You, yes, you're going to be tempted to stop. You're going to be tempted to give up. It's like in the marathon, runners who run marathons speak of the times when they get so far into the race that the they, they hit the wall is the way is the word. And when they hit the wall, it means their legs have given out. Their body is exhausted. And even their mind is telling them that they can't finish whatever. You might hit the wall at 20 miles or 24 miles. But once you hit the wall, then it's only one thing will get you to the finish. 
And that's your sheer determination that you're not going to give up. Your knees may be weak, your legs wobbling, your body completely exhausted, but your determination keeps you going after you've hit the wall. And see that, that he may run who reads it. When you read the vision, you keep the vision in front of you. You keep in the, in the spirit of determination that I'm not going to quit that keeps you running. Yes, you may slow down. You may have to slow your pace. You may have to, you may have to change your attack at the run, but you don't stop the run. And so it's that he may run who reads it. And then it says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Every vision has an appointed time. And, and many times we quit just before that appointment, that appointed time is to be fulfilled. The greatest test of your life will, will not be years before. It'll be the day before, the hour before your vision is fulfilled. And so it's for an appointed time and you need to stay at it. Write it down, make it permanent, run as you read it, read it as you run and realize it has an appointed time. It has a lifespan, but at the end, it will speak is what Habakkuk said. Now listen to this. There, in the beginning, you speak your vision, you speak your dreams into reality and you write them down and you you make them plain and you make it clear and 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 you get it hammered out and 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 fleshed out and you 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 understand this is where I'm going and you keep it before you and you speak it and you keep it alive by keeping your words right because the power of life and death is in your tongue you can bless it or you can curse it by the very words that come out of your mouth and so you speak into it and you hang around people who speak into you and speak life into you and then here's what happens there comes a point where you don't have to speak to the vision anymore, the vision begins to speak to you. Once this thing is said, and once it's so set up in you that it, 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 it is, it's immutable, unchangeable, and you are not going to be deterred from it, then the vision begins to speak to you. And when you're wearied, the vision speaks to you. When you want to quit, the vision speaks to you. When something unexpected just blows up in your face, the vision will speak to you. When all your friends may turn away from you and leave you, even your partner may betray you, but the vision is speaking to you and you keep going, you keep moving because it will surely come. It will not tarry. That's what he said. It will not tarry. It will not tarry. The vision's coming, the fulfillment, but you have to stay with it. You have to continue with it and you have to keep this vision right in front of you and keep it permanently before your face. You see, it said this, and I'm sure you've heard this statement. A man without a vision is a man without a future. Think about that. A man without a vision is a man without a future because your future is in your vision. Now, a man without a future will always return to his past. That's a powerful statement. A man without a vision is a man without a future. And a man without a future will always return to his past. In closing today, I want to give you the three subtle attacks that you'll have to resist and overcome to finish your vision. They all start with a D. Number one is diversion. Diversion is how when you're on a path, you're on a, a track to get somewhere, but 
you get just diverted, you get pulled away, you stray from the track that you're on off onto some other course. And many temptations and tests come and divert people from their goal and their original intent. And diversions come usually as a result of something just unexpected, something that you didn't anticipate. You know, they were interviewing George Foreman one day and they asked him, what punch do you fear the most? The right cross, the uppercut, uh, the right, the left hook. And, and he said, the punch I fear the most is the one I didn't see coming. And I think that says so much about our endeavors is that there's there are going to come things that you don't anticipate. We should anticipate the unanticipated. <laughs> and so what you have to do, though, is make sure that when these things come, you do not allow it to divert you from the goal. Do not allow it to get you off the path and keep you off the path. We'll say more about that in some future podcasts. Secondly is distraction. Now, distraction comes where you just can momentarily be driving along on your way to your destination and something happens and your your focus goes off of your destination onto something in the moment and you get distracted and it can bring it can bring devastation in a in a car all it takes is a momentary distraction and next thing you look up and you're in the path of an oncoming car and that's how distraction comes in our lives to to do, to set us from keeping our vision uh, from being completed is we just get our attention onto something else even for a brief moment you have to have like a laser like focus in order to finish and finish strong number three is delusion delusion is how you diminish the strength or mix something down you thin it down uh, because it's in its original thing it may be too strong now when it comes to your vision the test and temptation will be that you you mix it down, you thin it down because things might get difficult and things might be really tested and you'll, you'll figure, well, there's an easier way and I may not get the full, uh, uh, full goal that I have been reaching for, but I will get this. And it's, it's kind of like a plan B. And the problem with plan Bs is many times we pull plan B out right before plan A. And we will talk more about this in a future podcast. But I want to encourage you not to dilute not to diminish the strength of your original vision. That's why you need to write it down, make it permanent, keep it before you. Do not let the, the temptation to mix it down because it would be easier to get at least this and you, you fail by default. So what I wanna encourage you to do is don't be diverted, don't be distracted. Do not allow your vision to be diluted. And, and as you keep pressing in, you keep leaning in. It doesn't matter how foggy it is, how many sharks are in the water, how rough the water gets. You just have to keep your eyes on the prize. You just have to keep looking for the, the, the goal and keep looking at 
at the ultimate end and the ultimate object objective. And so as you do that, and as you keep the vision in front of you, it will speak and it will not lie. And so I thank you today for joining in. I would really appreciate it if you would share and, and uh, help get the word out about this podcast. Um, I believe it will be an encouragement and and add value to your life and and to your journey if you would like to share your journey and share uh insights or stories that that i could share on the podcast you can email me at pastor mike at citypoint.tv pastor mike at citypoint c-i-t-y-p-o-i-n-t dot t-v Pastor Mike at CityPoint.tv. Email me, share your story with me, and I'd love to share it and share it with with the people that we can we can start a dialogue and continue a dialogue on how to finish strong. Thank you for joining in today. Have a great day. God bless you. Thank you for listening today to Finishing Strong. Please help us by sharing with your friends. Until next time, remember, it's not how you started that matters. It's how you finish. Finish Strong.